0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology,
1: Blu ray, television.
0: This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. For the week of November 28th, 2011, this is Half Hour Weekly. First up, the news, weather, and sports news you rely on. We keep it real. And finally, we discuss really awesome comics in stores today. All that and next on Half Hour Weekly.
2: From the internet to your ear holes, this is Half Hour Weekly. With Bradley K. Milo, Frank A. Rincon, and William J. McGonnell. And now, here are your hosts, Bradley K. Milo, Frank A. Rincon, and William J. McGonnell.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Half Hour Weekly. This is Bradley K. Milo. Frank A. Rencon. I am William J. McGonnell. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, Brad? Bill?
2: Yourself?
0: Were you asking me? I am doing well, if I'm you were. asking all of you guys, how is everybody doing?
1: This is great. I feel good. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, I think it's time to hit the news. The news? Let's go. The news. The news. The news. Dateline, October 17th. This happened uh, recently, a while back. A Chicago woman arrested on a domestic battery charge. Allegedly, this is a true story. Allegedly hit her husband over the head and pelted him with cupcakes, police said. Chicago police said they were called to a home at night in the Brighton Park neighborhood on the southwest side of the city and officers arrived to find the husband with smudges of icing on his head and body, the Chicago Tribune reported. The husband told police he feared for his safety. Police said the woman admitted to throwing the cupcakes and used, quote, a very aggressive tone, end quote, when speaking to the officers, the Chicago Sun-Times reported. Don Montedosca, 60, was arrested on a misdemeanor count of domestic battery. A Cook County Circuit judge ordered electronic monitoring for the woman and set bail at $10,000. When contacted for comment, the husband had only this to say.
2: Who throws a cupcake? Honestly. Spring weather can change from calm to severe in an instant. Rely on the experience of the First Alert Storm Team, the most knowledgeable meteorologist, the most advanced forecasting tools, the most experienced meteorologist weather. It's not just something that affects picnic goers or the plants on your patio. It affects us all, whether you're Jewish, Japanese, or both, although vampires don't seem to be immune. Winter is just around the corner, so here are some tips on how to stay safe this season. First of all, winter can be cold, so try to stay warm. If you see white icy flakes falling from the sky, don't panic. This is called snow and is a normal part of winter. If an old person starts to compare this year's winter to to a winter several years ago, simply nod your head and slowly back away. Now, it's time for cloud watch. This week's cloud to watch is Cumulus. It's puffy and cloud-like in appearance and makes it the bell of the ball. So, whether you're making a time-lapse video of the sky or just looking for some cool shapes, Cumulus are the clouds to watch.
1: Williams Sports Explosion.
0: First up, Harvey may not captain North. Brent Harvey says he has no certainty to continue captaining North Melbourne in the 2012 season. Harvey told the Herald Sun a decision on captaincy would be made next year and he was comfortable passing the baton to a younger man. Harvey has been captain of the club since 2009. However, his leadership was questioned early in 11 when North Melbourne was thrashed by Collingwood and he named and shamed teammates Latchie Hansen and Sam Wright. Sports explosion! Next, the ACB Round 7 of regular season was highlighted by Unicaja beating Real Madrid 80-96. And when I say that, I actually mean that Real Madrid beat Unicaja. The most interesting game of Round 7 was a home defeat of forced place Unicaja Malaga by third-ranked Real Madrid, who outscored them by 16 points, a key game for the top position in this league. The guests trailed by three points after the first quarter. Sports explosion! Lastly, your fantasy football update for Week 11. Ladies and gentlemen, New Jersey plays Denver on Thursday. Make sure to get your lineups in. Do not be fooled by the early start time. New Jersey will fall to Denver This game will be largely highlight-free, but look out for Sean Green. Carolina at Detroit, Detroit's offense will go wild. Tampa Bay at Green Bay, Tampa Bay might not show up. Buffalo at Miami, we're not sure who plays for either team. And there are many, many more games on the schedule. By the way, get your fantasy lineups in, and don't forget to leave your Texans, Colts, Saints, and Steelers off the board as they will be on by. That's your Sports Explosion for November 28th. We'll be back after this. In the olden times, podcasters could get away with material like
2: this. You could have a fruit tray. We wanted sandwiches and stuff, so anyway. Well, um... Hey guys, Johnny M. Um, oh. I gotta go. Um, so, uh... Um, Spoiler alert! Those were the old days. Stand by. Now we're hyperfunctional
0: turning paradigm shifts into practical application with a cutting-edge process management and high-level thinking without the myopia of of line-of-sight matrix compartmentalization. We hope you'll agree after listening to the new Half Hour Weekly, airing Sundays at midnight. Proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
2: When it comes to socks, putting them on is hard work. Going to the dresser, lifting your foot, and you'll just have to take them off a week later. Introducing Socks Be Easy. Easy. The fast and easy way to put on socks, simply... Bring the patented Socks Be Easy latex to a boil 30 minutes prior to kneading it. Allow 20 minutes to cool, then coat your feet in a warm, soothing gel, and allow one hour to dry. Perfect sock every time. Order today, and we'll throw in two extra coats of Socks Be Easy. And that's not not all. all. You'll also get Baby Socks Be Easy. Warning, Baby Socks Be Easy should not be used on babies. Order today.
1: I don't know about you guys, but that didn't sound too easy. Uh, Actually, it's Making the Rounds. It's a very is popular it?
0: product, yes. the directions are easy to follow.
1: Yes. This is our, uh, what are we calling this seg- this part of the, the show? We're keeping, keeping it, it real here, here keeping sir. It real? Keeping it real? I think what we should talk about is um, a couple of weeks ago I mentioned um, selling my comics to Duncanville Bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm trying to remember the uh, website we saw that. It was Bleeding Cool, I believe. They uh, had I actually a, have the article right here. Did you? I can oh, read it. Yeah. yeah, read it. Let's oh, say... For those of you who may not remember, I sold my collection to Andy at Duncanville Bookstore in Duncanville, Texas. And he was a great guy. I was happy with the transaction. And then not a week later. Yeah. Less than a week. Less than a week later, this happens.
2: Truck full of valuable comics stolen on the way to Wizard World, Austin. It's one thing to have your truck stolen. It's another to have the contents of the truck that are far more valuable than the truck itself. That's what happened to Andy of Duncanville Bookstore. His truck was stolen on the way to Wizard World, Austin Comic-Con, loaded with Silver Age and Golden Age comics. 200 boxes of them, many slabbed at high CGC grade, were stolen during the night. And then there's a list of those comic books. So did
0: you uh, find any of your comics on that
1: list? No, I looked at that list and... First off, none of mine were CGC graded. Okay. Um, oh, right, right. It's possible that some of my Amazing Spider-Man issues, he could have had CGC graded, but I don't think he could have done it that fast. Right. So I guess my point is that I really, that wasn't my, like, my kind of stock that, right. you know, that You had good reader stocks. Yeah. And if I had any that would fit that, it would be some of the old Amazing Spider-Mans. But like I said, he, there's no way he could have gotten them graded
2: my my understanding on cg uh cgc grading it does take a while it takes several weeks so it's not like um i mean he, they have to be packed properly they have to be looked at graded and then put in that slab and then sent back so chances are very high that your comics weren't uh affected
1: i haven't talked to him about it and uh russell and our friend richard uh chub toad from nerd Herd online they went to the wizard con in austin yes and um i don't think russell had a chance to find the duncanville duncanville uh, bookstore he didn't if he did he didn't have a chance to talk to andy or whatever okay but and so i didn't i i just feel horrible for the guy
0: that's amazing that of all the comic shops in the world of all the the places where pirates are going to strike that it's the guy
1: you dealt with like 4 days before that and the article says they were stolen overnight i guess he uh, maybe he, he got to austin the day before or something yeah.
2: And I could understand, you know, maybe uh, you think the thieves knew what they were going after, or they just saw a truck, cracked it open, saw, hey, comic book, you know. They, a- they didn't even know. They weren't fencing a the guy. They just wanted to see what was in the truck of value. Was it the uh, the classic uh, white van, possibly?
1: I don't know. You know what? If memory serves. or was it, heaven
0: forbid, the, uh, the, the trailer on the back of the pickup truck?
1: If memory serves, there was a large white moving van type of vehicle in their parking lot when I brought all my books to okay. the store. You know, kind of like a mid sized U haul truck. Yeah. But it was painted white. Okay. Yeah.
0: The idea that um, you keep valuables in the back of a uh, uh, of a van trailer kind of thing like that when you're on the road in a hotel room. It just, you know, how many times have you heard of a band getting, you know, their equipment ripped off?
2: It had to be. That happened to Cracker here in Dallas several years ago. And there's kind of a joke that they will not return to Dallas because Who? all their. Uh, Cracker, which is the former um, Beethoven. Oh, now I'm going to. Um, Cracker. Yeah, a band named Cracker. You're talking about Uncle Cracker, possibly. No, um, oh my goodness, because those guys are actually fairly lame. Um, well, I, keep talking. I'll, I'll remember. I the like name. Uncle Cracker. Some of Uncle Cracker stuff. The the band's name was um uh Camper Van Beethoven. They're the oh, former okay. Camper Van Beethoven. Then they became Cracker. Oh, okay. Are that's they a bunch in, of white guys? Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's incredibly ironic mm-hmm. too. To name their thing Camper and then have it stolen with all their stuff in it.
1: Not Camper Cracker.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I wonder. They should rename themselves Cracker Van Beethoven. <laughs> they should. It didn't say in that article if they were parked at a hotel or, or something. It just said they were, it was stolen overnight, mm, basically. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it said?
0: Well, that's what stinks, man. I mean, because you know that you know you got to take those valuables into the hotel room with you, but you can't unload an entire truck with stuff. Yeah. You know? well, I
1: wonder, did they clean out the whole truck, or did they? That article made it sound like they just took the CGC stuff, or was I not paying attention?
0: I I don't think it's specified, oh. and it, I mean they they did mention that they had. 20 long boxes and uh man that uh it It makes makes me wonder if he was was going quality over quantity because 20 20 long boxes for one convention seems like um it would be great to sift through but it doesn't seem like that much you
2: know that's how
1: many long boxes i sold him was 20 long boxes worth yeah Now, now
2: if you think about moving such a thing brad how long did it take you to get those 20 boxes into the store
1: well the thing is I just pulled my truck up to the front of the store, mm-hmm. and he just pulled a box out, set it on the tailgate, flipped through it, piled it up against the window. When he was done, pulled another one out. So we actually didn't take them into the store. Okay, he just did it all on the front porch. It was a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny day. Wow. Yeah, the weather was nice, and uh, you know, did he like unbox them or just was he spot checking them, or how, how does <clears throat> how does a comic book guy
0: determine what your collection might be worth?
1: I don't know, but. Like I said, they were they were in drawer boxes, so they slide out like a filing cabinet, right? right? So he, he slid it out, and he literally leafed through each one. Okay. You've seen the scenes. We've all done it at, at cons, but for those that may be listening who haven't gone to a con. You poor things. You, yeah, really. If you've seen the Big Bang Theory and the scenes where they're in the comic book store kind of sifting through, got it, got it, need it, got yep. it, got it. Then he, that's literally what he did. He went through every one, and every once in a while he'd pull one up and look at it, he okay. was checking for completeness of runs. He yes. was looking for, um, like, if I had miniseries, if they were all complete, you know, like some people get right. the first two and never get issue three or whatever. He had 200 boxes. Stolen? Oh,
2: 200 boxes. Well, he had 200 okay. boxes with them. Oh, uh, dear. Many were loaded down with Silver and Golden Age comics. Uh, okay.
0: Okay, my apologies. I f- I, I forgot that second uh, zero, which is
1: pretty important. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Well, I mean, hopefully he was insured. I know that still stinks. I hope so. I felt uh, bad. You know, my first my first thought was when I heard that he got hit, you know, I was like, Oh, I wonder if he that was some of my stuff that was stolen, but you know, then I got to the part where it was all C G C graded. I
0: mean surely that's just opportunists, it's not an inside job or anything.
2: I would well. Think it, it, you you would kind of have to know what you're looking for because it's going to take a while to take two, go through 200 boxes of comic yeah. books. And if they, unless he had them specifically like you know graded comic books, that person, that thief, we all know most thieves are pretty dumb. They probably wouldn't know what they were looking for unless he labeled it very valuable comics. Do not yeah. touch. Those CGC grades, those things
0: are like in uh, hard plastic shells and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. And they are I mean,
2: serial numbered, and he has the serial numbers here. So if anyone tries to fence them.
0: Oh,
1: they, he, he listed all the serial numbers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Here's the are action... those things
0: openable? I mean, is, no. it, is a CGC, I mean, it's basically
2: sealed in amber from that point on, isn't it? <laughs> it, it can be opened. That's not, that's not the issue. And it's not hermetically okay. sealed. Yeah. So it can still be affected by the if elements. If it fell
0: in it's water,
1: safe. it would leak it would okay. it would get in
0: and uh, obviously if you did open it and thumb through it one more time cuz you just got to read Batman issue 3 um then um what is actually uh getting your uh your, your fingerprints on a uh, uh comic book cost you in terms of a CGC grade i mean do you actually buy a 10.0 at the store
2: uh yeah yeah yeah, in, yeah. i mean if, if theory, the person has it
0: yeah in theory i mean if yeah if it hasn't been folded spindle mutilated i mean Cause I'll be there at the store and I'll actually take a look and make sure that the spine hasn't been, you know, broken and that kind of thing. I'll just, I'll just do a very cursory, you know, uh, inspection of it, you know, when, when I'm,
2: I'm pulling it out of the stack. When, when you buy a graded comic like this and it has that number, you are, that is a certainty that that comic meets the requirements to get that number. Yeah. So you were buying that comic because it is a 9.9.
0: So there's probably some kind of, um, uh, what's the old thing they used to do in, in the, in the olden times, uh, they take their little uh, wax, you know, their little, their little wax, you know, Duke stamp or whatever, and they'd, uh, they put an impression on the wax, you know, that's, oh, it's, yeah. that's closing the, uh, the envelope up, Yes. So you could tell. If, I mean, surely there's, there's some kind of way to uh, verify that this package has not been opened since the CGC grade. I they're, haven't looked closely,
1: but they, they either snap together in a way that makes it almost impossible to open, like okay. much like an iPod, okay, or they're actually kind of glued together i'm not 100 percent sure well, but let's see
2: um each comic has been uh after each comic has been graded at the necessary numbers and text entered into their respective data sheets all comics on a particular invoice are then taken to the grading department into the encapsulating department here approximate uh appropriately color-coded labels are printed out bearing the appropriate descriptive text, including each book's grade and identification number. They're all identified. The last uh, item is extremely important as it serves to make each certified book unique as it's also an important deterrent to counterfeiting CGC's valued uh, products. Uh, Let's see. The newly printed labels, blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we go. The comic is ready to be fitted inside an archive-quality interior which is sealed within a transparent capsule along with the book
1: color-coded label. doesn't say how it's sealed, though, does no, it? No, it doesn't. I I think it's, like, glued in. No. I mean, they, they are openable. I don't know that. I'm guessing. I've seen them. I've actually held, you know, one of those in my hands, uh-huh. one of those plastic deals, Sorry. but it it looks difficult to get into, you know? Mm-hmm. um, Not meant for that, really.
2: Yeah, I, it's it's more meant to be a trophy than uh, than uh, than something to, to read. You, and people try to upgrade. You know, they try to upgrade. If they have a nine point one, then they want to nine point two. Would they, you guys ever? Yeah.
1: Buy. A, a CGC graded.
0: Yeah, i I've uh, I've read. I, I wish I had the article with me, but i I read an article that basically said um, if you've got the stomach for it, uh, purchasing comic books right now, and specifically. Uh, like CGC uh type stuff, you know, actual graded, you know, actual like comic book commodity type stuff um is providing a better return on your investment right now than um than most traditional uh investing methods like the stock market, like gold, that kind of thing. I I um,
2: um I would say that that uh I would not buy it because I think CGC comics are sad in that it is taking something that is now locked up that you cannot enjoy again.
0: Yeah, I um you know, I, I try to uh keep my books in uh in, in a nice order, but um uh I, I certainly do read them. I mean that's kind of the whole <laughs> point. And yeah, you know, it, it it is kind of a shame that, you know, back in the days comics were considered disposable and you know, you would put one of those in your back pocket and you would throw it away when you're done with it because it cost you fifteen cents, twelve right. cents, you know, twenty five cents, whatever. And uh these days, you know, it's it's the one thing that uh that bothers me is that Back in the old days, you didn't have much uh, in the way of uh, um, collectability because you didn't have bags and boards. At least that wasn't part of the common vernacular. Mm. Um, Nowadays you do, and uh, nowadays it seems like most everybody that collects comics are serious about keeping them, so it makes me wonder if uh, um, the fact that print runs are that much lower does not necessarily mean that there will be fewer um, good cgc type issues available 20 30 40 years from
1: now i guess we'll see we kind of we kind of left the the whole theft thing hanging and started talking about you know the slabbing but i mean i guess that's fine i mean i'm i'm sorry andy that happened and i guess you know my final thought on the cgc thing is i don't think i'd ever buy one because I'd want to crack it open, and if yeah. I bought one, it would be to f- turn around, and flip it on eBay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm jealous of you. You used to buy uh, two copies of comics um, back in the good old days, and you would uh, read one and you'd uh, seal one up. I only did that with with relatively few things. Okay, not, not okay. everything
1: I bought okay. was was that was that way.
0: But that's a darn good idea for you, the collector. Keep your filthy mitts off that future CGC
1: graded comic book. And we will be back after these messages. Love tech? Then listen to Tech Dudes, the newest member
2: of the HHW LOD podcast network. Each episode will cover topics such as digital comics. Is that how you flip through, like, bins?
0: Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's just iPads. Bin, quarter bin
2: of iPads, right? DRM, I don't have any one format that's going to play on everything. And Ultraviolet was going to be my best shot at having that and a whole lot more. Check out
1: Tech at HHWLOD.com. Wow, like the hairs on the back of my neck stood <laughs> Here
2: at Frank's Bread Store, we appreciate our South of the Border customers. That's why we sincerely apologize for our recent product line of Muy Caliente Benito Pan con Tequila. In hindsight, it was not a good idea to mix the spicy flavor of habanero peppers and the exceptional smoothness of tequila into a loaf of bread. We are sorry to all our customers who got drunk and ended up with hot mouth. At Frank's Bread Store, we care. Ole.
1: Let's get racist.
2: Let's get racist. Come on, y'all. Let's get racist
1: oh it's that time yeah it's time to get racist hey does
0: anybody love getting racist more I than me love, we love getting i mean racist. you may love getting racist more than me frankly
1: you know i and don't think you
0: may get you may love getting racist more than me bradley i
1: don't think we get racist enough on yeah. this show
0: we need to be more racist there's not near enough racistism going on in this show
2: <laughs> and of course we're talking about let's fix that yeah really awesome comics in
1: stores today that's what we're here baby today that's what what races stands for really awesome comics in stores today it's so simple did you bring bring something you wanted to talk about
0: no i just want to talk about the entire new 52 brother
1: okay okay
0: i mean hit me with something specific uh because i'm feeling very high level about this i'm gonna go
1: first this is a um the most recent trade of this particular book it's a axe cop I think I may have mentioned it on the other Mm -hmm. show. And uh, Dennis Poo actually turned me on to Axe Cop. This is... Thank you, Mr. Poo. ...one of the most awesome things I have (laughs) ever read. It literally is. Written by a six-year-old and drawn by his 30-year-old brother. Okay? Holy cow. Malachi Nicole and Ethan Nicole. And so Ethan Nicole sits down with his... Did um, the six-year-old script this thing? Yes. Or did he, he just plot it out? He plotted it. They work on the plot together. Okay. Ethan is the Ethan is the older one, the older one and the artist. He will um sit down with his brother Malachi and they will play with toys. And when this started, uh his brother made up this, this guy called Axe Cop. He had like a police action figure and an and an axe. Yeah. And that was how this this guy fought crime was with an ax. Oh, that's great. So he just started drawing adventures for his brother. And then it just kind of took off from there. It became a website, um, a a, a web comic. I mean, dark horse, uh, s- talked to him and said, Hey, we'd like to publish this, you know? So they, they published all of a, a lot, if not all of their, um, web comic stuff in one volume. And then they started putting out mini series from dark horse. Um, it's, it's so, it's so it,
2: random and beautiful. It isn't is. It. It's, it's <laughs>
1: literally. It's literally like. Is
0: it like Shark Boy and Lava Girl only? Really good.
1: Yeah, it's like. Okay, listen to this. Let me let me just um. Let me just pull up a page here. Okay, so here, um, Axe Cop and a couple of his friends are or a couple of his crime-fighting buddies are um, trying to find uh, Uniman, and they break into Uniman's lab. And so I'll just read the the, the um, text boxes and all that. But when they got to Uniman's lab, he was gone. And it shows him here, busting in, looking around. They found a note from the bad guys. And the note says, Hey, Axe Cop, we saw where the invisible doorknob is. We kidnapped Uniman, too. And Axe Cop says, We better go to Uni Smart World and get some unicorn horns. And then he turns and he sees on the monitor a picture of unicorn World, Uni World. Okay. It's in danger. It says, Then alarms started going off because Uni Smart World was in danger. The psychic brothers were attacking Uni Smart World. And Axe Cop says, There's no way they can defeat all that magic unicorn power, but the bad guys had special unicorn horn disabling street cones. So the bad guys took the street cones and put them on the unicorn horns of the people that lived on Uni Uni World. Okay, and it's just—I mean, it's just completely random. And like Axe Cop, um, he did something that turned him turned him into a, a bull. Oh, he says, "Quick, give me the bull potion!" So he drank the the drank the bull potion while the Lava spit hot lava on him, and then he became Axe Cop Lava Bull. So it's just. I mean it sounds ridiculous and I thought it was ridiculous but when I heard about it. But that's the magic of it. But it's 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 beautiful and it makes sense. And it goes back and picks up storylines and threads that yeah. he that he started in previous um stories. And like you said he just sits down with his with his brother and he 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 solicits uh ideas from him and just weaves them into a story. It's it's complete genius. It's called Ax Cop. From Dark Horse, I mean, you cool. should read it.
2: That's beautiful. Well, let me tell you what I'm getting racist about: Batman and Robin, the Deluxe Edition, Batman Reborn, issues one through six. Grant Morrison and what's the guy's name? Frank Quietly does the art. This is the pre, that was darn good, the, man. The pre-Flashpoint, yeah, yeah. pre-Flashpoint. And Robin. I have to say, this was. I'm not a big Grant Morrison fan. Okay, that being said, this was actually very fun and very creepy. And the way the story weaves together. It's the first six issues of yeah. Batman Reborn is really good. And I really enjoyed it. The and and I'm, you know, I'm not one to gush about artwork. Artwork is beautiful and creepy and weird. And this is the kind of Grant Morrison I can stomach and enjoy and like. I think and it's this is what I'm
0: racist about about it's unfair to uh compare that to all-star superman because it's just apples and oranges but uh, but i agree man he did a a fantastic job basically reinventing uh, the characters and it's not a retcon Um, it was in uh, current continuity right Um, it's a batman still felt incredibly new
2: bruce wayne is gone so we have dick um dick grayson wearing the cowl and uh batman's son damian is the current robin and there's a lot of conflict there. There's a lot of headbutting, but um, and Damien's ten in this, um. But it was creepy and fun. And go out there and get the deluxe because it was worth it. Grant Morrison, so good,
1: creeps me out. He has yeah. a lot of weird. Like he'll he. I don't care for most of his stuff, but he does write some things that I can read. But that literally wigged me out. Yeah, reading, it wigged me out too,
2: but in a good way. I just
0: went back and read uh, Musclebound, the uh, one of. Uh, the doom patrol trades that uh, grant Morrison wrote and man it's just it's mind-blowing i'm i'm such a Morrison fan big that surprise you huh? racist that makes me racist man
1: <laughs> what's your favorite um 52 of the new 52 you know right now um
0: there are a, a small handful that i think are just knocking out of the park i think my favorite though might be storm watch
2: really yeah storm i read the first one it's it's really
0: good. They're up to issue 3 now and it's just man, I, I finished issue 3, put it down, went, "Oh, yes, baby, yes."
1: Does it feel like the authority? Does it does. It feel uh at all?
0: it does feel like the authority, but uh, the Martian Manhunter is with them. And uh it it does. This, you know what? This initiative does feel new and fresh, and 3 months in, um they're doing what they said they're going to do. Um it, it's pretty amazing and Marvel does have something to answer for.
1: What do you mean they have something
0: to? Oh, you mean this whole to just answer hope, yeah. the fifty two. Um
1: yeah, they're you know,
0: it's interesting to me that Marvel thinks they need to respond, but I kinda think they do.
1: Well, you know, we'll probably see some kind of response because that's typically, like we said last week, that's typically what the two companies do. You know, they'll hop back and forth, answer one thing or another for you know, that's just that's just the way they do it. I just bought
2: Stormwatch number issued. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, yeah? yeah.
1: On your Android app.
2: Yeah. On my Android app. Very cool. So I
1: will read that tonight. Okay. Well, this has been an interesting uh, first episode of Half Hour Weekly. Yes, it's guys, a more
2: professional show.
1: We're trying. We're trying.
0: And uh, we hope this uh, this effort shows through. Uh, the intent is to be uh, nothing but professional. To do some professional broadcasting.
1: So, uh, with
2: that said,
0: good night, everybody. Good night.
2: Thank you for listening to Half Hour Weekly, the weekly podcast airing weekly on the HHWLOD podcast network. Send questions, complaints, comments, criticisms, or complaints to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or call 972 798 3830. Follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted.
1: Hashtag see you next week. Hashtag on Half Hour Weekly.